Hi and welcome to Leitrim Daily. My name is Brefney Early and you are listening to episode 48 of the series. Today's show is sponsored by Lorraine's Cafe at the Arigna Mining Experience. Much more on them later on in the show. Today I am one man down. Unfortunately we had two of our county councillors as normal booked in for a current affair but unfortunately at the last minute we were down to just one. It does happen from time to time that people are unable to make it and I suppose with the nature of this show being more than one guest at the one time it's much more difficult to reschedule. We did power through and I'm delighted to say that myself and Porik Fallon sat down for a conversation. He's a Sinn Féin councillor in the Manor Hamilton Municipal District of the County Council and we got talking about a number of issues that affected his constituents. Porik, this is your second term on the, the County Council. Yeah. How are you finding the, the new council? Not that there's that much change about it, really. No, look, um, I'm finding it like, okay. I suppose um, this is a difficult uh, period of time in, in that um, a lot of staff on holidays and such, you know, not just with the local authority, but, you know, across across different sectors. And when you're trying to get stuff done, I do find, you know, that it's it's, it's that bit harder during the months of July and August, you know, um, individuals are on holidays and such, and, of course, they're entitled to those holidays. I'd find that issues drag that little bit more during this period than they would at other times of the year. But, um, look, uh, the new council, uh, the first council meeting, it, 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 well, we had the AGM, and then it met in July. Um, there is some change. Um, how do I find it? I, fi- I find it fine. Like, you know, look, uh, I have to be honest, I enjoy what I do, you know. I, I think, think you'd have to, though. You, you would, yeah. It's, it's important, I think, you know, in life to try and, and find something that you do enjoy. My background is in community development. I worked in community development for 14, 15 years. I think it's a great thing to be able to help people, to do something, if you can, you know. And one of the things that, you know, you realise, and I realised it before I entered politics. Now, I've always been involved in politics, but before before I stood as a candidate or anything like that is, you know, um, what may seem as a minor issue to you or me could be could be phenomenal for others. And, you know, that works vice versa with individuals. So, you know, if you can do something for an individual, if you can help them in any way, I think, you know, it's a great thing. And I do take take personal satisfaction from being able to help the individual. There's no doubt about that. So, you know, I enjoy it from, from, from that side of things. In terms of some of the actual issues that you're currently working on, what's taken up most of your time? Housing probably takes up, I would say, roughly between a quarter and a third. It's it's it's, it's generally one of the main issues for me. You know, um, definitely housing is a big issue. You have you have all the other infrastructure stuff. Um, agriculture is an issue. Um, I'm a farmer myself, a small farm. I just keep keep a lot of sheep. I keep it roughly around 110, 120 euros. I always try to maintain those numbers. Um, but you have you have the usual um, medical cards, um, um, dealing with the HSC around hospital appointments, operations, that kind of stuff. That's 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 a big thing for me. We're ongoing at the minute. We have a situation here in Manor Hamilton around the X-ray department as well. You know, 
Um, some of those things can be very frustrating, I suppose. <clears throat> in the run-up to the local elections, um, and this year I would have had a number of cases where I worked with, and they were all bare one, were women who had cancer diagnosis and um, had to quit work, all of them. And they looked for medical cards and were all turned down. You know, I'm talking about a dozen cases here. Um, in probably, I think it was about five of those cases, um, that had a serious and a detrimental effect on their recovery. Um, some of these ladies were receiving notices from debt collection agencies, you know, around appointments and hospital times, you know, um, around their visits to the hospital. Some of them had been to hospital in Sligo, Galway, and were going on to Dublin. And um, I suppose that was something that really angered me, you know, because you could see, I suppose it's like we said earlier, you know, what may be an issue for you mightn't be for me. You know, these were all women who had worked hard, um, worked most, if not all, of their lives, and they needed something back from the state. Uh, they were ill. And what was really frustrating about it was all of these cases were won on appeal, you know. So why, why not give it to them in the first instance? Because it did have a negative effect on the recovery of some of those individuals. But even mentally, that's got to be a huge pressure that you don't need when you're going through that kind of announce. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. And, 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 and you could see, look, you could see it in those individuals. You could, you know, the worry, the stress, the stress of it, you know, uh, the fear of, of, of being taken to court over a hospital bill, you know. And look, we all know that, you know, stress, you, ha you must minimise stress in the recovery of any illness, you know, and and you know it was it, it was it, that was very infuriating. Now, to be honest about it, it was something that was. Yeah. Now you mentioned the X-ray facility yeah. here in Manor Hamilton. Tell us a bit more about that issue. Well, the X-ray facility here in Manor Hamilton it, it, it closed in January for an upgrade of equipment, so it did, and um, it was to open again in April. Um, that didn't happen. Um, I think there were, at that stage, um, there were some extra works required, you know. Look, this does happen, you know, with, 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 with jobs. You can see where, where some of them, there may, uh, other issues may arise. Maybe a wall has to be taken down here or something, an extension has to be changed, the layout, whatever. But in April then, um, we were told it would open in July, and that didn't happen. Um, it's now August. Um, the previous radiographer retired in March. Um, interviews did take place for a replacement. Um, that replacement hasn't been put in place yet. Um, there's a concern here, I suppose. It's 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 a rural hospital, a small hospital. Um, excellent staff, um, many individuals, very well cared for in it. And you know, I suppose I received a number of calls from the public, from patients, and from their families around this issue. And there is a concern, I suppose, because of where we are, you know, that this was a possibility of downgrading, you know, and a concern that this, this service might not resume, resume. So, you know, we're looking for the resumption of that service. It does sound suspiciously uh, business-like in terms of January, April, 
July now. I'm no skeptic, <laughs> yeah, but true. but they're the start of each quarter in the year. Yeah, and it could be down to like, oh, we can't do it this quarter. We yeah. haven't got the budget for it. We'll do it next quarter, yeah. and then it just gets pushed out until such time that people just stop stop talking about it, stop yeah. thinking about it. Well, look, I know, I know that um, um, Ocean FM does some coverage of this um, during the week. I was on it yesterday. Now um, they have received a reply. Um, I asked uh, Deputy Martin Kenny to make contact with the HSC on this issue. I had asked him to. I was going to get him to put down a PQ in the doll on the issue, but um, that facility isn't there over the summer. So um, we have written to the HSC. Ocean FM picked up this issue as well and they contact the HSC now they 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 got a reply yesterday saying that the service will resume in the near future so I hope that's the case but I suppose what we're saying now at this stage and what I'm saying is you know that we need to see uh, definitive timelines around when the service will resume you know um, we've often heard about the resumption of services in the near future and in the near future and it doesn't happen. I suppose um, I see that, for example, with, with, with home help, where I would have a number of individuals who are seeking increased hours who need those. Um, some of them are termed priority one cases, yet they haven't got an increase in hours in three years, you know? So, you know, you look at these things in the round. Um, you have to keep pushing the issues. You have to, you know, you have to, you have to keep on. You must be persistent in following issues, and that's that's what it's all about: being persistent. Be dogged. That's be a, dogged. That's you, the biggest you, asset to have. Well, it's it's one of those things that you have to do. You know, if you drop the ball, it'll be left there. Yeah. Well, that's what I find anyway. You know. Yeah. Let's move on for a second and talk about something big that happened to a large number of people in the county during the week and that was the leaving cert results yeah. I suppose 17, 18, 19 year olds across the county were getting their results on Tuesday morning they found out their college offers yesterday yes um, it's a big step for those youngsters really and they are just really children even though they'll tell you they're fully yeah. born adults yeah. but they're kids and, and they're making big decisions for the rest of their life yeah look I, I have four kids myself I have one who, who's done the leaving cert I have one who will who will do it next year and um, our youngest two will do it in five years. Um, I, you know, fair play to anybody who has done it, and I wish them all well. Um, there will be some who will be overjoyed and really happy. Um, there will be some who will be disappointed, and I think you know it's important that we remember them. Um, I didn't do the leaving cert myself. Um, I was quite good at school, in fact, and uh, at the time. I remember the principal following me home or calling to the house the following week, asking me to go back. At that stage, I did, I'd done what was called the junior cert. I had done my mocks for the inter cert, but um, an employment opportunity arose and I took it, you know. And um, I suppose there's an awful lot of pressure on young people today. There's always been pressure on young people, of course. There's no doubt about that. But I think there's much more now. Um, there's a lot of competing, I suppose, you know, let's be honest about it. Um, social media probably uh, plays a role in that, you know, everybody's projecting the perfect life, if we, if that's what we want to call it, you know, or something close to it. Um, but I don't think, you know, that it's something that will define any individual. And I would say to those who um, probably didn't get on, you know, 
as well as the Woodland Act. Um, you know, not to be overly worried about it. I always believe that it's important to try and find something that you enjoy, you know. And over the years, I suppose, I've seen people in jobs that they didn't like, you know, that they really didn't like. It was having a devastating effect on their mental health, some of them, you know. And I would say, get out of it. Life is too short for that, you know. It's, it's, it's gone in a flash, you know. Look at, look at this year already. We're into the middle of August, you know. Everybody's on about where has it gone? Where does the time go? So I think it's really important to try and do something that you enjoy. There's something out there for everybody. I'm a firm believer of that. You know, you will come across it. So I guess, you know, well done to, to everybody who sat it. And, you know, if, if, if you didn't get the result that you wanted, it's not the end of the world. Yeah, there are options. And even looking through the Leader Observer during the week, there are PLC courses, there are V, not VC anymore, yeah. but there are ETB courses. Yeah. And there's plenty of options there other than the traditional straight into the university and do a three or four year degree and get, come out at the end of it where everything is rose yeah. in the garden. There are other options and sometimes you're better off actually working your way through the system rather than going in direct entry into a degree program because that's a four year commitment or a three year commitment. Whereas if you go do a PLC course, it's one year. Yeah. You like it you know you like it, you can go and do a follow-on certificate or a follow-on diploma and work your way up. And you end up with the same qualification. It might take you a year, maybe two years longer, but you're on the right path and you know you're heading there. So my recommendation from a personal point of view would be if a student has not got what they wanted, is that they look around and they find out what's out there. They can go back, repeat the leave, and that's always an option. I suppose socially some people find that awkward to go back to school. They find it embarrassing. It's not. It happens across the country year after year after year. Uh, but listen, the very best look to every kid who has got their junior cert or leaving cert results. Yeah. Junior cert's not for a couple of weeks yet. <laughs> yeah. um, the leaving cert results during the week and are exciting. Uh, are looking into that exciting phase of where am I going to live? How am I going to get through college? How am I going to yeah. fund myself? How am I going to feed myself? How am I going to uh, keep the house clean I, or whatever yeah. it might be? Yeah. And, and, and for a lot of people, they're doing that for the very first time over the next few months. They are, and they're doing it. They're doing it very young, you know. And that's that's you know that's that's that must be considered in this as well. You know, they're doing it very young, moving away. Um, but I suppose you know, I, I for a number of months last year, I worked um, in the security industry at um, it was in Sligo there, uh, student accommodation. You know, and I think young people are great. To be honest, there's no doubt about it. You know. Um, and, you know, they, they were finding their way, and, and, and most of them were getting on really well. Um, some were struggling, you know. But um, it's, a, it's an awful change. It's a big, it's a big change. And, 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 you know, some will deal with it better than others. But it is a big change. And, you know, we need, we need to be mindful of that. And I think, we, you know, we really need to be mindful around our expectations on these young people as well, you know. It's something, you know, we, we have to be considered around those expectations. Now, at the top of the show, you talked about housing being yeah. a, a quarter and a third of your workload as a county councillor. There's an article in The Observer this week about the county council signing a contract for social housing in Carrick. Yes. Now, that's all well and good in Carrick and badly needed. Is yeah. it needed in, in your electorate? Absolutely, area? no doubt about it. No doubt about it. Um, I suppose... Um, I do request from time to time, um, you know, you're, you're wondering what's, 
what vacant social housing there is in, in the constituency. Um, I see now, um, Evening, for example, will say this month, I believe there are probably maybe seven to ten vacant social houses in North Leitham, roughly at the moment. Those figures vary from month to month. They may go up two or three or go down two or three, depending on, on the turnaround and people moving into them. But um, there would have been probably four times that five years ago. Um, there are a number of individuals waiting for social housing in North Leitham, the same as there are everywhere. Um, okay, it's not the issue it is in the cities or anything like that, but um, it is an issue, and it's going to become, I believe, I've no doubt about it, it's going to become more and more of an issue over this term. I've absolutely no doubt about that. Um, there's no, family accommodation in particular is a big issue, you know. Um, the local authority, um, bar a number of houses here in Manor Hamilton. Um, that's all that's been done here for a number of years, you know. Um, they are using RAS and HAP and such schemes, you know. Um, that's all well and good. It suits some, others it doesn't. But, you know, as a local authority, I believe the local authority itself must get back to building social housing here in Leitham and throughout the county, but particularly here in North Leitham as well, you know. Um, there's no social housing, family housing available in Drumcairnman or Hamilton, Drumahair, you know, any of the towns or villages, Kilty Clahar, you know, Kinlaw, they bought a number of houses in Kinlaw a couple of years ago. Um, but um, we, need to, we need to see this local authority get back to building, to building social housing here. Today's show is sponsored by Lorraine's Cafe at the Arigna Mining Experience. They're open seven days from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. And, of course, seven days means Monday to Sunday. And they have freshly baked goodies daily. They offer an all-day breakfast with excellent coffee. And they are a brand-new business which have recently opened in the Arigna Mining Experience. Thank you so much for your continued support. And I have been getting very jealous looking at all the cakes and goodies on your Instagram account, Lorraine's Cafe AME. It's well worth a visit, a well worth a taste, and the very best look to what is a fabulous new business in the region. You only have to see some of the lovely cakes and goodies that are on offer uh, and to want to have to take a little trip up the mountain and have a look and have a taste of everything on offer at Lorraine's Cafe. Thank you so much for the support of the show, and we wish you the very best of luck. If you're in the region, or taking a day out, maybe have a little consideration for the Irregular Mining Experience and drop in and make sure you say hello to Lorraine in her newly established cafe in the centre. Another resource that gets talked about a lot uh, across the county is connectivity, and specifically yeah. broadband. Now, the front page of the Observer this week carried a big story about €45 million Euro investment in Leitrim Broadband that will affect 11,000 premises in the county. Now, connectivity is, is poor across the county, whether it's broadband or mobile phone coverage, and we've talked about it on this show, yeah. and it's been talked about in, on various media outlets mm. for years. It's, it's no, this is not news to anybody no. who lives in the county. But <clears throat> how important is this development, for, particularly for North Leitrim, where people might live in, like, might be able to see another house from their home, and 
they can't connect to the to the real world or the outside world yes. easily. It's look, uh, it's a major issue in North Leitrim. Um, broadband is essential. There's no doubt about that. Um, this announcement is welcome, and you know, let's give credit where it's due. I just hope that it is going to happen. I suppose the concern is that you know we've had a number of announcements around broadband but hopefully hopefully this is going to happen now recently i've had a number of individuals on to me in different areas in cory outside the mckeon uh, and in glenade about phone coverage and broadband phone coverage is also an issue in, in in some of these areas i hope i genuinely hope that that this is going to happen and that it's not just an announcement it puts us at a massive disadvantage you know this disadvantage has to be addressed. One other thing that caught my attention in the paper today, and it was flagged a couple of weeks ago, about the retirement or the pending retirement of Gay Pryor in Balnamore. I know yeah. he's not your area, but I'm yeah. sure you're familiar with I am. with Pryor's in Balnamore. The premises, yeah. It's, it's a very notorious premises to anyone who's never <laughs> been at a football match in Balnamore. It's up for sale in this week's Observer, uh, and it looks like it's going to be moving into new hands. I think that was kind of on the cards like they were never they're just yeah. going to shut up shop and walk away it's way yeah. too busy for that yeah it's a fairly iconic Leitrim business how important is it that businesses like that that are almost tourist attractions in their own right are maintained and, and, and kept going oh it's very important look uh, tourism is is and the development of the tourism industry in County Leitrim is something that's very important there is a, a network there called the Leitrim Tourism Network, which I've been involved with myself uh, since I became a councillor five years ago. Those are great people doing great work. And what I really like about them, to be honest about you, is, you know, these are the people who are involved at the coal face of uh, this industry. They are, they are making, their, they're making their living here, you know. So, I mean, these, I think, those are the individu- individuals and the businesses that you must consult and their views must be taken on board. There's no doubt about that. They're very good. And they do a lot of work. And they're doing a lot of work promoting Leitrim. You know, we should be grateful for that. Absolutely. I know they were very um, very clearly seen in Knock Airport, in yes. Ireland West Airport last week, or the week before, should I say. That's right. Um, and they were um, even moving it to celebrities like Chris O'Dowd, I believe, <laughs> right. from social media has to be believed. The bar in Balnamore we mentioned, Pryor's Bar, is up for sale. There's no price tag on it, in the paper at least, but I'm sure mm. if you get in touch with, with Gordon Hughes, Gordon the estate Hughes, agent yeah. in Balnamore, he will tell you exactly what you need to, to have on your bank account to, uh, to have a chat with him about purchasing that. But it would make a fantastic business for anybody who is interested in getting involved in uh, and staying around Leitrim and having a, a thriving business and, and making yeah. a living in, in County Leitrim. Yeah, it's a well-established business. I, I know the business. I've, I've, I've been in it um, a number of times over the years. Um, Well-ran and well-established and uh, wish Gay the best. Hopefully, wh- whoever takes it over will, will have success as well. Now, on the show, we, we do like to feature some of the festivals and you're a Drumcurin. Well, yeah. you're a native at this stage. You're, yeah. you're there 20-odd years in the middle of the town. Drumcurin have their festival started last night as people are listening to this on, on Saturday. Um, started last night with Seamus O'Rourke mm-hmm. and continues all through the week. I know Derek Ryan is there next weekend and Michael English is there. You've got a hypnotist. Will you be getting up to get 
hypnotized on <laughs> Thursday night? I don't think I'll be getting up to get hypnotized. Um, I didn't see the hypnotist last year, no, but he was very good. The rest of the family were at him. I'll probably be in the car park stewarding, to be honest with you, briefly. I do do a bit of stewarding around the festival and the fair day, help out where I can. We're fortunate, I suppose, there, like, I suppose, in so many other regions. There's a brilliant committee there doing a lot of work. They're at this a number of months. These things don't, you know, you don't decide what you're going to do today and it happens in two or three months. Some of those acts are booked probably 12 months. You know, I, I know that they are. I know that they are. So, look, I, 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 I hope that the weather shines today and we have some sunshine. Um, the fair day is a massive event. It really adds to it, along with all, all the other events in the marquee. So I'm looking forward to it. I suppose, you know, one of the things about about this festival in Drumcairn and you had uh, the resumption of the Wild Rose in Manor Hamilton just a couple of weeks ago as well, is um, they're very important to these communities, no matter where they are. Um, there are significant economic drivers in our towns and our villages, and um, I would encourage people to support them and attend as many events as they can. Uh, enjoy themselves and have a good time. I'm sure it won't be a problem around <laughs> here to have a good time. There are also uh, some events happening in Manor Hamilton over yeah. the next week. Heritage Week, it takes place across the county this week. Yes. Uh, but Manor Hamilton has some pretty big events. Uh, all the information, I'm sure you'll find that if you if you search in the various online On the resources, website, yeah. Yeah, they're all there. So if you could just Google Heritage Week, Leitrim Heritage Week, Manor Hamilton, you will find that. I know there's a... Um, just off the top of my head now, I'm, 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 I hope I don't forget anything, but I know there's a shopfront exhibition in Carrick and Shannon, and there's a whole series of events. I think Monday yeah. evening there's a walk from the castle in Manor Hamilton. I don't have the exact details. Yeah, to the Heritage that. Trail, yeah. Yes, yes, um, so, yes. That the, so keep an eye on, on all of that sort of stuff, and there's plenty going on there is. all week across yeah. the county. There's loads going on in County Leeds from all the time. Well, absolutely. We <laughs> fill a half-hour show, and I could I could double it or treble it yeah. in terms of time every week. Yeah. Um, so it's uh, you keep an eye out on what's going on in local media and local um, and local online stuff specifically. It's probably best yes. for getting the specific details of that. Now, talking about events, there was two events in Manor Hamilton over the last week or so. Mike, just get your thoughts on them quickly. The first one yeah. was last Sunday was um, Northwest Stop, formerly Stop Suicide, yeah. had their five or 10k walk run stroll yes. crawl however you felt like you'd yeah. like you wanted to do it um i know that your family are connected to yeah. to that and it's it's just got a a connection there for you uh, it has look I, um I, I lost a brother um to suicide 15 years ago um my parents are involved in the group i do what i can for the group um there are a number of absolutely selfless brilliant individuals involved there um they operate a counseling service um i have look over the years i forwarded many individuals to them um it's an absolutely amazing organization doing exceptional work with very little on on a very limited budget and you know it's an organization that needs support deserves support and hopefully will see increased support you know they don't get a red cent from the hse or any statutory body you know um they rely on the goodwill of of the public to provide that service and fundraising done 
in the public and done by, I suppose, the families of those they have been able to help and assist and indeed done by the families of, of, of families who have lost individuals and loved ones to suicide. So it's an organisation that I certainly feel deserves all support it can get. And it certainly deserves much more than it's getting. Absolutely. There's also a cycle this weekend on Sunday morning, the Glens, yes. the North Leitrim Glens Sportive mm-hmm. takes place in this various distances. At this stage, it's, it's taking place tomorrow as people are listening to this. All entries are closed with the exception of the 40 kilometre route. So people can still rock up tomorrow morning. I think, again, check local uh, times for this, check their Facebook page, but I think it's 9.15 yes. is the registration or, or 9 o'clock is registration for the 40k distance and that leaves around about 10am tomorrow morning from the castle. But be early, get registered, get yourself in and uh, don't put pressure on people like two minutes before the, the start. Um, so yeah, that's the North Leitrim Glens cycle tomorrow. It takes in Manahamilton, Drumahair, parts of uh, Loch Allen down as far as Drumshambo and right around the lake and back up I know yeah. it goes up towards Rosinver and um, other places as well so there's lots of, of different people on different r- regions involved yeah. on that route and an opportunity to see a very scenic part of the county absolutely a beautiful place there was one thing uh, you raised and we are running out of time so this will be the last thing we talked yeah. about but it's to do with uh, transport and particularly with people getting out and about to all of these festivals yes. and it's about hackney licences tell us a bit more about this well there's a moratorium at the moment uh, in the issue of a general hackney license so i've had two individuals actually approached me uh, one last week and the other was a couple of weeks ago where um, they were considering looking for a hackney license now um, i talked to the nta and um, they tell me that they are issuing what's called a local area license now, I intend to do a motion on this in September because that local area licence uh, will only allow you to travel within a distance of five to seven kilometres from your hub. Now, now, that really doesn't make sense. If We're here in Manor Hamilton at the moment. So, you know, if you're... If you if, if, you if couldn't that, even bring somebody to Glenfire. That There you got it. That's exactly the problem. You know, we're encouraging people to get out and about if they can... Um, if they're having a drink, to leave their car behind them, you know. But um, how do people get out and about in rural Ireland when this is, you know, there's no, the cart was put before the harsh year, I suppose. That's what I'm saying with this legislation. And and, and some, it needs to be looked at. If there's a cart and a horse, they'd be well <laughs> Well, they would. They would. But, but no, I take your point that the, this, this has been brought in maybe in, in places where yeah. those distances aren't an issue. That's right. I mean, like look, they're not an issue maybe in large towns or in the cities, you know, but they are an issue in rural Ireland and they're certainly an issue in rural North Leitrim. You know, as you said, from Manor Hamilton, you, you know, could you, could, if you, if I had this license and I was operating here in Manor Hamilton, would I be able to drop somebody to Linfarn or Linaid, you know? Or Rosinver or Drumcair or Calargi you know? Yeah, yeah. It, 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 it's not practical. Uh, it needs reviewed and I suppose we need to see an extension to those limits. So I'll be doing a motion on that in September. Excellent. Well, we'll wait for the news on that. But I think it will be good, not just from a, a local transport point of view for people who are out and about, but actually for people yeah. who are maybe sitting at home 
unemployed and it's like it's a chance to maybe generate a bit of an yeah. income and, and provide a service in the in the process well look one of the things that i can say you know that we did come across during the campaign was a number of instances where we met individuals on the canvas who were living on their own individuals who may have gone to the local for two or three drinks and went home maybe twice a week individuals are not doing that anymore they're afraid they don't want to lose their licenses obviously but you can see, now I certainly, I can honestly say that I detected a greater degree of social isolation this time. There's no doubt about that. It is there, it does exist. And, you know, maybe, I'm not saying that this will address it, but it may play a role in addressing that and getting those individuals out if these hackney operators were able to operate greater distances that's all we have time for thank you very much for taking the time to spend with us this this morning and I suppose apologies for being on your own for landing you with that but it does mean you have double the air time Uh, we are working out we welcome that we welcome that (laughs) absolutely your other council (laughs) colleagues are going to be and there was no rouse well we don't do rouse in this show but just to thank you for that and I suppose just to, to to say we will be continuing with our, our roundup of, of each of the various councillors yeah. across the county we will be getting in touch and uh, having each of those on for you, the you listeners let them get a chance to get to know you those that don't necessarily yeah. know you personally I think it's a good opportunity for them to, to hear what you're about and what you stand for so thank you very much and uh, the very best of luck on the rest of your term I'm sure we'll be having you on many many times before the term is finished in what's now only four and a half years that's right yeah um, look uh, we look forward to it and thank you very much for the opportunity Thanks very much. And that, folks, as you can tell, is the end of the show. Thank you so much to today's sponsor, Lorraine's Cafe, at the Arigna Mining Experience for their sponsorship of the show. And the very best of luck to them as they venture forth as a very new business in the area. And the very best of luck to all at Lorraine's Cafe at the Arigna Mining Experience It's great to see new businesses like that opening up around the region. The very best of luck. Tomorrow I'll be back with Kiss My Arts, where I'll be joined by Nicola Kearns to talk about her work and her three novels so far in the Maltese saga. Talk to you then.